0: Gotta love these kids, man. She's big. Yeah. Hey, Chris. Hey, what's up, man? All is good. Appreciate good you. you guys. Yeah, All is well. How you doing, Appreciate coach? Coach? Nice to meet you, man. Yeah, Coach, how you, doing, coach? Nice meet you, man. coach how you doing, man? Ryan, it's
1: a pleasure, coach. Yeah, you coach you're doing amazing. Everybody
0: getting younger, man.
1: <laughs> you doing an amazing job, man. The way yeah, the way, yeah. like just love watching the way you coach offense, man. You do an amazing job. Oh, yeah. You really do, coach. Yeah. We were in Tampa last week, Cincy. Since okay. and that's why we came here though. We did the Cincy receivers, the top three, and so we asked them like, so who are the DBs? Yeah. First name out of their mouth, Denzel, mm-hmm. right? Denzel. <laughs> right? Den. Right. You know what? But I love that because as you guys know better name than us, players know. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Sometimes first. fans don't know because right. it's hard to see, mm-hmm. right. but you guys know you're going up against those guys. Everybody. Yeah. For sure. Oh yeah. 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 That's first that first name, man. And they were like, they're like, that's that's circle. They said that's yeah. so that's that's good. All but right. you know, Greg and. Denzel played well against yeah. him last year, too, though. He did. Good this video that can explain it mm-hmm. to guys. I mean,
0: you're a teacher, Right. You explain it to your mm-hmm. guys, and they can take it from the classroom to the grass? Right. That's what that's your job. You play and fast, your job. Yes, sir. So you guys can put, you don't have to think, you just play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's why I make a big deal. When we're in pads, I'm like, pads means full pads. I want to see those pads yeah. in your knees. Yeah. Right, you know right, I mean? right.
2: Now, everybody has those knee pads up to here. Right. Yeah, yeah. Right.
0: They got to be cute. You know, That's the game. Feel good, I, the whole that. thing, right? That's true. Yeah.
2: yeah. Hey, dude, hey, yeah. I've been bro. doing this dude 24 it. years, yeah. man.
0: Coach, thank you so next much next for your time. Oh, that's my guy. Thank you so yeah, much yeah, for your time, Coach. It was great it talking to you, man. You yes, sir, yes, thank so, thank so, you, yes, sir. Thank you. Appreciate you, brother. Yes, sir. Nice to meet you, Coach. Just a pleasure, man. For sure. What up, my boy? Slim. What's up with you? How you spirit? What's up, baby? That's all that matters. Love you, man. Good. 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 All right. Yeah, we need
1: a
2: date. Yeah. We're hollering. you will catch up. All right. Superstar. So what's up? What's up, what's
1: up? What up, bro?
0: Oh. What's happening with what you? What? what? Good to see good you, to dog. <laughs> what up? Nice to
2: meet you,
0: brother. I ain't never touched a hundred mil.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh.
0: What's hey, up, dog? Good, hey Man, yeah. I just
1: want to get your opinion on something real yeah. quick, bro. Uh, let's see here. You don't
2: got to go one all through right. five. No order, but just, yeah. just give me some guys. When I mean, you walking out there to play them, you know they're gonna go give you all hell.
1: I just give you one. Denzel Ward off dunk. I think that's for all three of us. You know what I'm saying? I just. Because Cleveland talked the most shit, but just because, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, Denzel Ward did his thing, you know what I'm saying? Same for Greg Newson. I don't think he elite, but he definitely they all just talk crazy. So it ain't somebody we circling. It's
0: yeah, we yeah, see that. What up for?
1: Ain't even that. It's just no, it's it's game time when we see him. It ain't, ain't no crunch up green. It's, it's on site. Like, yeah. That. It's that. It's that. It's just on site when we see him, that's it. <laughs> Oh,
0: no. Okay. Hey. Oh, right. like that.
1: Hey, so who's that? Like that? Hold up. Limitless. Take a stomach, cap pinning pin in it. I thought they here to witness it. Got my people feeling militant. Way I'm feeling got me up. Uh, on the mission, get me up. Uh, knowing me, I got the key. Uh, only vision I can trust. Uh, trust. Uh, limitless. Take a stomach, cap pinning in it. I thought they here to witness it. Got my people feeling militant. Uh, way I'm feeling got me up. Uh,
3: on the mission, get me up. Uh,
1: we had to get on the road, man. How you feel about that?
3: I feel good. I mean, <laughs> sure. I, I, that's one of them games. They said they don't circle it. We circle it, though. Mm-hmm. Shoot. Sure. I mean, they. We see what type of players they are. Uh, they like that they position. So when we going into that game, we looking like this gonna be one of them games we gotta show up. But Dub, you a shit talking like that? Not even. No, I don't even talk for real. I just I go out there and let my game play for real. But you got for them boys to talk like that, bro. Like you got it. But we you, had we had that type of game against them, so it was like yeah. They got to say that.
2: Oh, I love it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, yeah. You mm-hmm. got to you got to go at him. If you if you a motherfucker, be a motherfucker. Oh, facts, facts. <laughs> but it,
3: it, it's a three-headed monster
0: over there. No, it is. Well, it is. I mean, just the preparation and the mindset knowing Tyler Boyd can go off. Jamar Chase can go off. T Higgins can go off any
3: play. Like how you get wrap your head around that? Like I said, we we watched them guys up all throughout the week. Like I said, going against those matches like Jamar Chase like I circled those guys, I'm like, all right, let me see what what this guy doing. So like throughout the week, I'm seeing Jamar Chase, he going out for 100 a game. I'm like, damn, like what what this guy doing against all these players in the league? Like why he, what he doing to separate himself from everybody else?
1: You know, if, when you came in, Freddie T was like, man, I never touched 100 million, and I understand that we don't begin to play the game with that in mind for that money. And obviously before you and Jalen, that type of money wasn't given out to that position, but we know how it works, right? The way you show me you respect me, and you love me, and you want me, is by how you pay me. Right. So when, when you get that contract negotiated and you sign on the line, what'd that mean to you?
3: It meant a lot, cause for real, I take it back to uh, 2016, my dad passed away, so. And that's where I wanted to, I didn't wanna play football no more. I didn't wanna play football, I didn't wanna go to school. And for real, I just wanted to stay back home, take care of my mom for real, but she talked me into going back to school and and still continue to play football and stuff like that. So fast uh, fast forward to when all that happened and end up getting the opportunity to make 100 million and make history for real is, I mean, it's it's a blessing. Like if it was up to me, I probably wouldn't even be here for real. So I'd be somewhere else. So it's just crazy how stuff happened in your life and uh, set in place and then you're able to hit These milestones that, I mean, I didn't dream of or picture for real.
1: What does it mean to you when you hear, make them know your name?
3: So that's a saying that my dad, he used to tell me all the time, uh, me, my brother and my family, like, before we got on the field, he'd say, make them know our name or before we go into the classroom, just trying to be a positive light for real and impact this world and go out there and make big plays on the field, do what you can to make them know your name and leave an impact in this world.
0: Macedonia, Ohio. Ohio State, Cleveland Browns. You you live like thirty minutes from here, right? Mm-hmm. Did you grow up a Browns
3: fan? Oh, for real. I didn't I didn't watch much of the NFL for real. I for I watched more college ball. I knew I always wanted to go to Ohio State, but um I ended up going to the Browns and I mean I pretty, it's crazy a story that not many people could speak of playing for your hometown team. I right. played at Ohio State, always playing in Ohio, so I mean it's a it's a story that hasn't been written many times. So It was definitely a blessing coming here. I mean, I've been enjoying it this whole time. So is training camp the most relaxing time of the year for you? Because I know your ticket requests
0: and all that pressure (laughs) that comes from home. As close as you live, it has to be crazy. So is this
3: time of the year, like, where you get your peace and you can just kick back? Yeah, but I mean, it's it's honestly not that bad. For real, I I let my mom, she take care of all the tickets and all that stuff. So it don't be too bad. So once season time come around, she take care of all that. So I don't even have to deal with it. I could just focus on ball. But you are beautiful. <laughs> what you mean? Bro, you
2: got pretty eyes. Like, you got good skin. <laughs> you got the little highlights. Like, like, no, no, no. But you a dog now. Like, yeah. I watched you play. You a dog. But did you have to fight that? Like, when fight you walk you just, you just look. You look so pleasant and nice. Woke up, but then you got to choke a bitch to sleep. Right, you know what I'm saying? Like, do dudes try you when they see you? Be like, oh, oh, no, 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 no. This dude got you. You had to fight
3: that. I mean, you the first dude that called me beautiful. Bro, you are- <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> I don't even know how to respond. To that. <laughs>
2: don't. Don't. don't even know The to gentle, the gentle demeanor, like in this yeah. sport, this barbaric yeah. sport, yeah. you have a gentle demeanor. Like dudes try you, and then you got to, you had to prove it more because right. you ain't. The, you know, I'm an old country. Like I'm a. Yeah. We fight, we fight. Like everybody knows the aggression, but you don't. see, like you very, you very laid back. Yeah. So you, you got to, you have, did you have to prove yourself through your career? because your demeanor's so relaxed, but you still got to play this right. barbaric sport?
3: Real, Like you said, that's just my mindset for real. Like, I'm a laid-back guy, but out there on the field, I feel I could click. I'm not the same type of laid-back guy. Once I go out there on the field, I got a different type of mindset, different type of whole attitude that I take when I approach the game. But like just around here, chilling and stuff, like, I'm chill, laid-back, and cool. But yeah, I never really been, no one really tried me like that, but yeah. I think guys know what it is once we out there on the field.
2: Once, once you get out in the field, yeah. yeah Cause it, it was it was surprising to me. Like when you walked in and just meet you, it was like, hey, what's up? You know, right. <laughs> right. like, you hey, it's all spoken, sexy. Shit. It's the show, man. It's right. it's the show.
1: Yeah, I mean, you uh, are. You know, mentioned being from Ohio, uh, playing for Ohio State, becoming a Cleveland Brown, when You go to Ohio State and play the position that you played, whether it's, you know, guys like Sean Springs, yourself, Jeff Okuda Mm -hmm. goes very high. You know, there's a long lineage of corners from Ohio State that have become very good professional football players. Do you feel that pressure being here as well, though? It's like not only is it about being a number four overall pick, but you're a hometown guy. You went to a college that produces, I'm not talking about just good players at the position, but elite players at the position. And there's already a pressure that it's just me and you on the outside. Does it add anything being from the area?
3: I don't think it add um, unnecessary pressure. I mean, going through Ohio State, like that was always a tradition. We trying to be the best to come out. We trying to win championships there, be top draft picks and uh, produce in a league. So it's pretty much about maintaining that tradition of, of being that guy. Like, okay, when you speak of Ohio State and you see those guys in the league, they producing, they doing what they supposed to do or whatever. So um, I, I think it's just a tradition and just trying to carry that on for real. For you
1: now being uh, the highest paid defensive back in the league and understanding where this team is from a roster standpoint, you've been here and. You guys have been better under Kevin Stefanski, but you were part of the, the lean years with Freddie Kitchens, and you've been a part of losing traditions. What's gonna make this team different? How is this team gonna turn it around?
3: I think we've been doing so, like building that camaraderie through the offseason. That's been one of our biggest things uh, coming up that I think feel is different from when we had teams with Freddie on to Coach Stefanski. Uh, just building that karate, doing things with guys outside, going to eat, whatever, hanging out and stuff like that. So I I really think like that's gonna be the biggest thing is like knowing who we playing with, we comfortable with each other and just building that college atmosphere where we could play together. And we like, all right, yeah, I don't want to let my brother down next to me. So I got to go make that play. So that's really much the biggest thing for real.
0: In terms of team, we spoke earlier about the trio down in Cincinnati. You had some great guys to line up across from in practice a few years in Mm. Jarvis Landry. And OBJ, so I'm sure you were able to fine-tune your your skills during practice. What were those matchups on a daily like, and and specifically for uh,
3: Odell, he gets a bad rep. What type of teammate was he? Man, he a great teammate. I feel like you could hear from guys all the time, like he the, he the guy that's go, he go call you like, yo, what you need, if you hurt, and he like, I got a doctor for you at the house. I got this, I got that. So, he just always, he go approach you first and be like, I got this for you, I got that for you. So. He was a great teammate. Come to practice, he competitive, joyful. I mean, just a guy you want on your team and a guy you want to be around. So.
0: And every day, like, did he, did they make you better
3: across the board? No question. No question. Like I say those guys got me ready for the game. Wow.
2: Yeah. And bro, as like you're saying, like RC said earlier, you was in some lean years. That's, that's a nice way to say it. Mm. It was some bad stuff, but then you see the the, the organization going to get guys, going to add people drafting well, have them drive picks and get it. Like as that OG and them young guys coming in, what do you do to help that process of rebuilding this organization to a to a championship level and trying to really really make something, really make the Cleveland Browns be a team that people
3: are scared to play. Right. I think I mean for me personally, like I gotta do my part. So I gotta play my part. I gotta go out there and still perform and still be that number one corner out there on the field. But just also with that, just bringing up the young guys that's coming in and, and showing them how I do things. But I mean, I'm still learning too, so I'm learning from them, and we just having that constant communication for real. So. That leadership side, though, is that hard? I think it's natural. It's, it just depends on who you are. Like I said, I'm, I'm more laid back, so I do like to show by my example and show by how I play on the field, but I'm going to go grab guys and say, I'll talk to them, help them on technique, and communicate with them that way and approach them uh, just me and you or whatever rather than the whole team, maybe. You know,
1: you look at expectations, right? Uh, We were in Pittsburgh as well, and we were talking to those guys about the expectations of the organization. And every time you step on the field, you're representing something. And, and that's that's all across the league. No matter how you look at an organization, there's gonna be a perception of that organization. The Cleveland Browns are a team that, you know, have gotten to the AFC Championship, and it was the Denver Broncos, and they never were quite able to get over that hump historically. Mm-hmm. And then now you look at the last couple of years, he mentioned the OBJs, the Jarvis Landry's, you have a number one overall pick at quarterback, and I know what that's like in camp. Because I was, I was talking about the roster in the offseason, speaking of you and what you had added defensively. Was it a, has it been a letdown for you guys to not reach the goals you set at the beginning of the last couple of years based on the roster that you had?
3: I mean, I, w- I would say so because all our goal going into camp, going into the season is we try to win championship and make it to the Super Bowl. So once we don't accomplish that, it's like, dang. Because I mean, everybody at the beginning of the year, they like, Oh, we got all this talent, we got OBJ, we got Jarvis, we got we got all these pieces, but all these pieces don't always gel and match together. So, I mean, I, I would definitely say it's a letdown just because we didn't reach those goals that that we strive for to set uh, at the beginning of the year. So, but when it come a new year, we got the opportunity to do it all over again and try to gel with new guys and uh, get to that goal of the Super Bowl.
1: Yeah, you know, it's like, you're talking about the, the new year uh, and the new start, right? And then the guys that are in the locker room. Baker Mayfield is now a Carolina Panther. And, you know, we saw that unfold, and it wasn't pretty, right? It became public, whether it's, you know, the, the, the tapes from OBJ, Baker obviously seeing that you guys were involved in the trade for Deshaun Watson, saying he felt disrespected, all of those things, and that's playing out for the world. Um, and then you guys get Deshaun Watson, and you understand there's going to be some sort of punishment or some sort of suspension, but you're looking at that team, and you're like, man. When we get four, right, sky's the limit. Mm. And then now everything that's going on, how in the locker room are you guys holding it together to move forward and win games with whether it be, you know, Jacoby Brissett, Josh Rosen, whoever has to play until Deshaun's back?
3: Yeah, I think really, we, I mean, we got to take care of our own business. I still got to go out there and be that number one corner that could take the guys away. Because, I mean, we had, whether it's Deshaun or... Whether it's OBJ or dry, whoever it is, like we had guys like, okay, this could be the year. This could be the year. But it's about just putting all that stuff together. But when, so we had instances where we didn't necessarily were able to have all the guys together, or people could gel or match at the same time. So it's pretty much like I said, we got to go out there and handle our own business, and then everything else should take care of itself. So.
2: And, and Deshawn, when you when he come out there and play, did you say as a corner? You're going against him and the receivers. Mm-hmm. Did you see that difference? Did you say, Whew, this is something else than I've seen in the past <laughs> right. once Deshaun walked on yeah. that field?
3: No, you you definitely see what type of player Deshaun is and the accuracy, the competitiveness he has in his game. And so I mean, we're looking to get everybody together. We want Deshaun to be out there once the season starts, but if not, we gotta do what we gotta do. But you see the you see the difference and see the type of player that he is. It's levels to it. Yeah. Oh no, yeah, 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 no, you yeah.
2: know, you know, you yeah. know when a, a dog look at a dog and you a dog, they gave you a hundred million dollars. Yeah. You a dog, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So a dog, I was gonna ask, cause mm-hmm. a dog know a dog. Yeah. So when he walked out, he was like, "Okay." You see that? Yeah. Got us a dog.
1: Yeah. We got we got us one. One got a hundred million. The other one got two hundred and thirty million guaranteed. I mean, at that point, we got to get a new name for him because you, you ain't got
2: to be a dog no more. Like, you just, hey, you just, A raptor, yeah, yeah, a yeah. dinosaur. I don't know what the hell we go fast as a dog with. You got to get something else. Hey, man, let me hold $5. You got it. You
0: got it. You got <laughs> got D, uh, Chan talked about leadership. RC talked about start to a new season. Here we are in training camp, mm-hmm. start to a new season. And uh, you know you were getting a dog in Deshaun coming mm-hmm. over, but you're also getting a lot of distractions. You know, as a team leader, how do you guys, you know, keep that on the outside?
3: For real, it's just trusting the organization. Like, they did all they had to do and research and whatever it is. But, and then just letting that, I mean, he, he our quarterback. Let him know that we, we got his support. Uh, he got the support of the team and, like, we go back him on whatever it is. I mean, we out here trying to build a team, build a championship team and take it to the next level.
1: You know, you look at this team and also your division, right, this, this division has now become a division of star quarterbacks, all except my team. But the rest of the teams, you know, you look at the Baltimore Ravens, you have Lamar Jackson, MVP, one of the top talents in the league, Joe Burrow, uh, a former Ohio State guy and LSU Tiger guy, you know, now in Cincinnati. When you think about the future of this division, obviously you guys with Deshaun, what's going to keep you, and this team from dominating. What's gonna keep us from dominating? What can keep y'all from dominating? Because when you look at, like y'all have all the pieces, man, and we have talked about the Cleveland Browns for the last four years, mm-hmm. having all the pieces they need as a team, right, to be a Super Bowl champion, to be a Super Bowl contender with Nick Chubb in the backfield, great offensive line, skilled players on the outside. Obviously, what you can do and the rest of the guys on defense with Miles Garrett, but it's, it's always something Mm-hmm. that stops y'all from saying, okay, we're achieving everything our roster says we can achieve. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's the other teams. Sometimes it is the Baltimore. Sometimes it is the Cincinnati Bengals. So to rephrase it, what do y'all have to do to begin to dominate this division?
3: I think we got we to gotta work together. We got to all play good at the same time. That's the biggest thing. I think like last year during the season, maybe our offense doing good, they balling, dominating, putting points on the board, and defense may not be doing their job. Or defense balling, getting takeaways, but we're not putting points on the board. So I think the biggest thing is about playing good at the same time, for real, and playing complementary football. So if we can all do that, and Amari uh, and Deshaun, they get on the same page, guys get on the same page and doing what they're supposed to do, ends coming off great, I think we're going to be solid. That's going take us to the next level.
2: And they talking about the defense and the offense playing together and all this stuff, and the 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 team atmosphere. Mm-hmm. You've been on struggling teams, yeah. you've been on middle tier teams, but not that next that next step. Mm-hmm. So, like to to Ryan's point, like, do you see
3: what it takes? See, and that's why I feel like we all still learn. Like I said, we haven't took that next step where we could say, "Oh, we a championship team, we a Super Bowl team." So we haven't took that next step. So like I said, we got to come in and try to find what it is to get us there. So that's why I think, like I said, the biggest thing was that camaraderie and getting guys together. Cause before I didn't think we didn't have that as much. Guys wasn't as close, guys wasn't doing as much off the field as as we could have. And just, I think, I feel that's a big fact. Like in college, we all brothers, we all close, and we all trying to defend the other person regardless of what it is. So. If we could build that around here, that's how I said. It. Yeah, it's the crazy thought part because we're doing the training camp tour. We
2: talk to other guys that say that, mm. like that. Um, T.J. Watt said the same thing. Well, he was like, "We're here. and We have nowhere to go. Right. So as soon as meetings over, we're playing cards. We're rolling dice. We're like that. That's as big as it is. Cause I'm, I ain't gonna lie. Like I, I didn't give a damn what you did after practice. Yeah. Yeah. I'm about to go slide to the strip club, right. and you do whatever <laughs> you do. Go, go. I don't know. Do some weirdo stuff, yeah. but. Like, but you really think that camaraderie.
3: Tell me though,
1: do you think people didn't think you was going to do weirdo stuff?
2: What's weird about a strip club? Like I'm just
1: when, saying. When but, you was
3: going to the strip club, that, that was after man, practice? Nick,
2: right after one time. in the afternoon. And, and I, was, the, I was waiting the him to, to unlock it. <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> when y'all open? <laughs> and that's not strange to you? Right. That's not strange to me. When you're
3: you supposed to be working? i get done, back? done with work. Yeah. So you're not watching no film at the practice? You, you to the strip club watching? Oh, I,
2: I film, I film. I was, I was the way. early morning man, so yeah. I do the film in the morning. When they cut me loose out of that facility, you, you cut me it. loose in yeah. Miami.
3: Okay.
0: And I'm about <laughs> to go Miami. Yeah, <laughs> And I'm going to do all Miami has to offer. Hey, but this the same guy that woke up from the nap driving over today. I show him a clip mm-hmm. of a tight end getting behind him. He said, "Oh, that's the blown coverage. Guess who blew it?" <laughs> I say, "Mr. Indication." Hey. <laughs> ain't telling me that was my man. Right.
2: <laughs> you gotta talk to me. Hey. But like, but no, like, it's it's funny because the the young athlete, we talk a lot about like y'all y'all boys. We all forty. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And it we it seems as if y'all are like different. Mm. And it seems as if just talking to these young guys, they seem like that camaraderie really means that much to y'all and success of the entire organization, but it's on y'all, it means that much?
3: No, it, it really do, it really do, I'm saying. Once you get that, build that camaraderie and guys that you trust, I mean, out there on the field, you gotta trust that next guy knowing he gonna make the play and stuff like that. I mean, it's, it's just gonna take you there. There's a, a street named after your father. Mm-hmm. In, in reading
1: about him and his love for the community, uh, Thanksgiving, you guys being young, and him having you go out and, and give to the less fortunate and, and be a part of those things. And what that, what's that instilled in you? What type of pride, man, do, do you get in, because you've got 100 billion, you're the fourth pick of the draft. There are all these things you have done in life that are Denzel Ward, obviously, instilled in you by your father, but it had to be a proud moment for you, even with all you accomplished, that that street represents your name, that street represents your father. What was that feeling like?
3: Man, it was a blessing. I mean, that's, that was, I feel everything that he embodied. Like the saying he used to say, make him know your name. Like he got a whole street named after him. So that just literally says what it is right there. Just the impact that I feel that he left on his world, like I said, and things that he instilled into me and to who I am. And I try to carry on the, when I come in communication with people or whatever, that, I mean, that, that just mean the world to me and to my family. And so that's just how I try to live my life, just going about trying to impact the world in a positive way and uh, make people know my name, whether that's on the field or in the community. And uh, just like I said, people I come in contact with.
1: I got two questions for that. From a football standpoint, you get this money, you're drafted where you are, and, and not in the sense that people don't fail, but you're expected to be as good as you are. When you go run 4-3-2 and you're strong as hell and you've played at The Ohio State University, you don't draft a dude fourth and think to yourself, he's not going to be excellent at his job. Mm -hmm. What else is there for you to prove? What are you still playing for? What are you still trying to make them know about your name, about Denzel Ward every time you step on the field? Because motivations change. Motivations are different. Goals change. What are your goals now?
3: See, for me, it was never really about the money. Like, for me, it was, I want to be legendary. I want to be in the Hall of Fame. I want to be, but I don't always speak on that. I want to be the, the best corner in the league. I want to be considered the best corner. But I feel that may not always be the case, but I, I don't always publicly speak on that or whatever. So I got a lot of goals that I'm, I set in place and that I'm trying to accomplish and be something, be more. But I mean, like I said, I just I don't always publicly speak on it. So you feel me? So I don't always get the recognition or the light that I should get,
2: and who uh, I don't want to say chasing because you a dog already. Yeah. But when you start laying it out like guys that you want to be the best corner in the league, yeah. are you?
3: I feel I'm the best corner in the league. You can, if you put my numbers up to the whoever you think is the number one corner in the league or whatever, I feel my numbers either match it or better than it. I don't. are we talking it. about numbers. I'm yeah numbers, but I'm talking yeah. about who. Who
2: do you look who do, when you watch film? Who do you look at as corners like?
3: Okay, he yeah, he can play. Yeah, yeah, I mean, y'all know the guys. It's the Jalen Ramsey's, the Marshawn Lattimore's, uh, Xavier Howard's, uh, Jair Alexander, all those guys. I mean, and all those guys are some dogs or whatever. Yeah. So, I mean, I feel I'm i a dog too, you feel me? So it's like, I'm trying to be that number one guy. So I'm chasing those guys, and those guys I feel chasing me.
0: But like we said earlier, man, you, <clears throat> and there's nothing wrong with it, but you seem so soft-spoken. You know, where do you find that switch? like? How, how do you, you know, how do you just get into it mm-hmm. like, and just change everything and say, I'm dominating this shit today? Right.
3: To me, I just, I just feel like I'm a competitor. I hate to lose. And when I get out there on the field, like we got a thing called no claps. So it's like either my mom gonna be clapping or your mom gonna be clapping when we out there on the field. So it's about like, I, I don't want your mom to be up there clapping, cheering for you. That means I'm probably getting bombed on or they doing whatever they want out there on the field. So It's just that competitive nature and just not trying to get exposed and just wanting to be that guy out there on the field. I'm trying to be a playmaker. I'm just trying to be that guy to be like, all right, okay, when 21 out there on the field, we know we go get something out of him.
0: And in that same breath, are you the type of guy that says, you know, nah, I I want this guy today. Do you welcome those other dogs on the other side of the field?
3: I I definitely, I love those matchups. Like we just talking about with Jamar Chase, whoever it is, I love those matchups, or whatever, whether it's DeAndre Hopkins, whoever it is, I'm trying to, I want the number one guy and I wanted everybody to be watching. We to the boundary. It's me me versus you who go win, so. Is it is it too early in the season to call somebody out? Yeah, yeah I ain't calling nobody out. I mean, <laughs> whoever it is. i, mean, I yeah, somebody, Whoever won. It, it. Hey, hey,
1: somebody circle. Yeah. So you know, I, this is my thing. You know, like, I love film. Like, I would watch film all the time, and I was, talking to T and Jamar and uh, Tyler, and I was very honest. Like, I really didn't care if your best players played. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, some, some dudes are like, nah, man, if we play in Cincinnati, I want Jamar to be there. There was never a time in my life mm-hmm. where I was playing against a Randy Moss team and I was upset that he was hurt. Right. Like, never, there was, there was never a time they was talking to me on Thursday, well, how do you feel about Randy being hurt? Well, he can come back Monday, I'm glad right, he ain't right. gonna be there on Sunday. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm not, I wasn't like that. For you though, and playing your positions, those are the legendary matchups mm-hmm. that elevate you to that to that spot exactly. you want to get to. But when you're watching the film and you see Jamar Chase uh, almost have a season mm-hmm. against Marlon, Marlon Humphrey, mm-hmm. who at the time, $96 million, all pro, mm-hmm. pro bowler, what does that do to you and your mentality? Is it like, okay, I, J- Jamar, Jamar different, I got to play differently against him, or is it like, I know Marlins a dog, too. Like, I got to figure out this game. What what switches in your head from that type of film study, seeing an elite guy challenge another elite guy and lose in that way?
3: Yeah, definitely. I mean, like I said, Jamar, he was going 100 a week. We ain't playing until like mid-season. I think he was going off 100 yards each week. I'm like, dang, this guy's going off on, on these guys. Like, what is he doing? Because when I was watching film, I, I see that he's a good player. But for how I play, I feel like, okay, I feel like I could. I could do some of these things differently than another guy could do, or whatever. So just uh, leading up to the match, I'm studying them all week and just just checking them out. But for my mindset, like one guy, he said, "Yeah, I'm concerned a little bit, but I mean, I packed that thing too." So I mean, (laughs) I feel I just feel like I'm 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 like that, and I'm that guy. Like whoever it is, whoever that matchup is, if it's Jamar or whoever it is, I feel like I could come out on top.
1: Hey, before you came in, before you came in, he's like, "Man, he's quiet," you know what I mean, and. I know Channing, Channing's strange and he called you beautiful to your face or whatever. And so we were, but we were driving up and I was just talking about how good I think you are. You know, we've messaged before, but I was like, like, he could just really play. And I was just telling him about speed and change of direction, all these things. And I was like, but it's weird. I was like, cause he is like oddly pretty. You know what I mean? (laughs) And so, and so, you know, but, but with that, one thing that always stands out to me from you I'm a down south guy. I'm an SEC guy. I'm not waking up, you know, in the morning thinking about the 11 o'clock central game that's gonna have Ohio State on. Mm-hmm. The the thing that made me notice you was the hit against Maryland. Yeah. Right. You, you were flagged for it, but you dang near killed, dude. Right. Right. And so at that point, though, I'm looking at you, like this is a corner, and you were you were even smaller then than you. I think mm-hmm. you was like 180 at the combine, mm-hmm. and you were even smaller then. And so to to see you play that way made me say, okay, this is somebody I got to pay attention to. And now I'm watching you lock down receivers in the league. What was the upbringing like that made you this person on the field? Not the player, like, because I'm slow. Like, I can't run. Yeah. Like, I couldn't really jump. So I had to change things up and become something differently from a player standpoint. But what upbringing and what part of your experiences made you, like, I guess Channing would say, that type of dog?
3: Yeah, cuz for real I wasn't that highly touted recruit uh coming out of high school, but all throughout my high school career and going to college everybody like, "Oh, he's small, he this, he that. Uh, he not going to be able to make it cuz he's small." So that was always a, the thing that I was small, but I'm like, "Man, I'm still showing I could tackle, I could hit, and I could play and stuff like that." And so it's like it's, it's really about just pro- proving people wrong for. I mean, I had a I had a high school coach that was like, "Oh, yeah, you're not going to make it to uh, to college football or whatever. You're not good enough. So I'm like, all right. So that, that's, that was one of my motivating factors. Same person, he was like, and then I ended up getting an offer. He like, oh, they only want you because you fast or whatever. So it's just all these little tidbits. I'm, I'm thinking in my mind like, man, people saying all these things, I can't do this, I can't do that. And I'm small, so I always just wanted to play bigger than I actually was or whatever. So I, even though I was smaller, I, I was still lifting, still strong and stuff like that and able to make those big plays and make those big hits, like you said, against Maryland and uh, change the game. Yeah, and and one thing we jo-
2: Freddie joked about it. We didn't joked about it already. You hit him for twenty coming out. Then for another hundred. Mm. The old saying: more money, more problems. What's them problems? What's what's them problems
3: for you? Man, for real, I don't really have no problem. I'm, I'm not. You got like, something, bro. I'm not a real needy person, so it's like I will just I go with the flow. So I don't, I don't really have too much problems for real. You know how to say no. Because, yeah, yeah. bro.
2: Like I'm saying, that why I don't count. No, I don't no, really. I'm, I not count
3: the no other man's pockets, but shit's
2: yeah. on the internet. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah, we know you got bread. So, what does that bring?
3: No, I mean, it, it bring a lot. It bring a lot of extra people, new people, new cousins, new, new everybody. So, but I mean, like I said, I'm, I'm not a real needy person. I, I know how to say no, and I know how to communicate and talk to people. Like, okay, if I'm not giving you money, I mean, I could give you, I could give you knowledge. I could talk to you, and we could figure whatever out, whatever it is that you're trying to do. And it's either you accept it or you're not, so. And what's your advice? Um, Everybody that's. Well, it that depends it depends on the situation. Like. Everybody that got bread got advice. Are you clothes dude, a car dude, a jury dude? I like jury I like jewelry. I like I mean, I like the finer things, but I mean I don't oh. I don't know. I like the finer now, things. you did
1: very well on this show, by the way. Yeah. Cause I got one more question after this. You didn't ask him, as much as you called him beautiful, you never asked him about women. I am very oh, proud. Oh, I
2: know he killing him. You killing him, ain't it? <laughs>
3: I'm single, so i mean, No, you wasn't single yesterday.
2: You, you, bro, you gotta be killing them, bro. Look I'm you, chilling, man. I just be, at I'll be chilling. T-
3: <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> you hey, white teeth. <laughs>
2: You was Invisalign? <laughs> God
3: damn! I'll be chilling, bro. Just
0: chilling. I'll be hanging don't out. I'll, fall be, hanging into out. The I'll trap. be hanging out. I'll be chilling. I know. Don't you try, you trying to get me? Don't, be chilling, don't bro. fall into the trap, man. Oh, i You know, seriously, uh, with the Make Them Know Your Name Foundation, you're the Browns uh, Walter Payton Man of the Year, and you do a lot in the community. $100 million man, you know, a hell of a player, man. Me, From me to you, thank you for your time in this training camp. We know how it is. Uh, we wish you the most success on this season. I don't know what RC has, but I have one
1: more. No, I like that. And because you're Freddie Flowers and that's what you do. And I love the fact that he just listed things about who you are as a person. You know, even when this first started, you know, you talked about your father immediately. And I know that's probably, I couldn't imagine that. So I know it's still something you feel Uh, Walter Payton, Payton Man of the Year, as a very young player. Uh, Your foundation and the amount of donations you've made, it's even just uh, cardiac health, cardiac awareness, uh, research. Um, Getting to name that foundation after something your father would always tell you, if he was still here, what do you think he'd be most proud of?
3: I think he'd be most proud of just the way we continue to pursue throughout life, I mean, he passed away, but I feel like he prepared us for life, for life after him. And like he always told us like, regardless, always take care of your mom, do this, do that, and, and just setting the right foundation for us to to be the man I am, for my brother to be the man he is. And um, like I said, just finding a way to impact this world in a positive way. So I think like I said, the biggest thing is just um just 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 what we could get back to this community, get back to this world for real.
1: Well I'ma say this, man. Uh... You have certainly made them know your name. I think the world of football truly understands who Denzel Ward is, but I do believe that your biggest impact is going to continue being off the field. And I don't think you will ever understand what you are doing for the people you're helping and what you are doing in that community. And as a father, I know your dad is as proud as he could possibly be of you. So, man, thank you for your time, bro. I wish you the best. Like, I just enjoy watching you play the game. I think you play it the right way. And uh, I will be locked in for Cincinnati Bengals, for sure. Cleveland Browns no this doubt. year. No question. All right, my dog, appreciate, appreciate you, bro. Y'all, that was, that was sure. good, man. Thank you, bro. Appreciate you. I appreciate you, man. Appreciate you are beautiful, Hey, hey bro, you did good, I thought you would've asked him that. I thought you would've asked him that way earlier, dog. Hold out, limitless, take a stomach cap, pin in it. I fought the here to witness it. Got my people feeling militant. Way I'm feeling, got me up. Uh, on the mission, got me up. Uh, knowing me, I got the key. Uh, on the vision, I can trust. Uh, trust, uh, limitless, take a stomach cap, pin in it. I fought the here to witness it. Got my people feeling militant. Uh, way I'm feeling, got me up. Uh, on the mission,